Welcome to Volunteer Connection, the podcast for Girl Scout troop leaders. What's beautiful about Girl Scouts is that it takes girls outside of their comfort zones and encourages them to learn and grow and change the world. But Girl Scouts doesn't just do these great things for girls. It does the same things for the adults in the movement, too. This podcast is to celebrate those amazing adults, to share lessons learned, advice, and best practices, and to tell their stories. Welcome to another episode of GS Volunteer Connection. By the way, I was thinking of changing the name. GS Volunteer Connection is not a very creative name, but I am not really good at titles, so I just wanted to do something generic enough and move on, but now I kind of want to change it. So anyway, you might see updated logos and stuff and a new name here soon. Today, we're going to talk about the impact of Girl Scouts. So we're going to talk a little bit about the connection of GSLE and the outcomes again, but a lot of studies of the long-term impact and like how alums are doing is obviously not based on GSLE as we know it, um, because GSLE as we know it is only like 10 or 11 years old. But I guess one way to think of it is that even though some things have changed, some things about Girl Scouts have always been very similar, so we can draw connections to the activities Girl Scouts do and have done for many years, and you can compare that to what your troop is doing and see what you think. I know for me personally, because I don't have a daughter in my troop, I think all the time about this special opportunity I have to be a role model for these kids and to have an impact on their lives by volunteering with Girl Scouts. So in some ways, it feels like a lot of pressure, and in other ways, it's just kind of cool and amazing because I literally get to come into their lives just to make a positive impression on them and expose them to opportunities that will just help them be like the best version of themselves. And I hope that I'm helping them learn to love themselves a little more and trust themselves a little more and just overall have a like quote-unquote good experience in Girl Scouts. So I've mentioned this before, but when I talk to adults who make jokes about their experience in Girl Scouts as a kid or talk about it like it was a disappointment or a negative experience, it just makes me really sad because I never want the kids in my troop to grow up and talk about Girl Scouts that way. So the question is, how do I help them optimize their experience? What can I be doing to make sure I'm successful in impacting them in a positive way and being a good role model and stuff? How do I know that this is all working? For me, studies like the ones that we're going to talk a little bit about today help me kind of understand and put it into words what I hope I can do for these kids. Plus, having girls in elementary school still, especially as they're just starting to get a little older, I am just really always like picturing what they're going to be like as teenagers and what they're going to be like as adults. And then how can I help them like, harness the best energies about themselves so they can use them in the best ways, you know? Okay, so in How Girl Scouting Enhances the Lives of Girls, which is a GSRI um, report from 2017, and again, GSRI is the Girl Scout Research Institute. So this study wanted to piggyback off of the state of girls, which we talked about in a previous episode a couple weeks ago. So this report states... Girl Scouts is the preeminent leadership development organization for girls with a research-proven program that helps them cultivate important skills so they can take the lead in their own lives and the world. 
Now more than ever, Girl Scouts is needed. A recent report by the Girl Scout Research Institute, GSRI, The State of Girls, 2017, Emerging Truths and Troubling Trends, shows that economic conditions affecting girls have not recovered from the Great Recession. More girls live in poverty and low-income households today than 10 years ago. Girl Scouts offers these and all girls a solution, the very skills and leadership opportunities they need to empower themselves for life. So just to remind you, what we found out from the state of girls in 2017 was that there are way too many girls in the U.S. who are experiencing physical and emotional health problems, including a rise in obesity and a significant rise in serious suicidal thoughts. And there are way too many girls in the U.S. who lack access to extracurricular activities that promote positive development. And there are way too many girls who have lower educational outcomes, like in the U.S. as a whole, half or less than half of girls school age are proficient in reading and math. Think about that. Half or less than half of girls in school are proficient in reading and math. That means half or more than half of all girls in the U.S. are not proficient in reading and math. So all these things combined, these things are linked to Girls who are in low SES households or low socioeconomic status. And what that means is girls who are in low income households or living in poverty or living in single parent families. And those populations of girls, low income, poverty, and single parent families are all on the rise. In fact, in areas like DC and Mississippi, more than half of girls school age are in low SES households. But Girl Scouts levels the playing field because all girls, despite their background, deserve to have educational and enrichment opportunities that help them discover their skills and their strengths and their passions as kids to follow them into adulthood. So as you know, if you've been listening to this podcast for a little bit, Girl Scouts today sets out to accomplish just that through the Girl Scout Leadership Experience, or GSLE, which offers age-appropriate activities that are girl-led, cooperative, and hands-on. So GSLE prepares go-getting girls to take on challenges both big and small in their lives. And with adult volunteers who guide and support them, girls practice everyday leadership as they earn badges, sell cookies, go on exciting trips, explore the outdoors, and more. Girls are learning and growing in a safe all-girl environment, which helps them discover themselves and their values. And this safe space also pushes them to try new things and take healthy risks and to connect with others to create positive, trusting relationships, and then to take action in their communities on issues they're passionate about to make the world a better place. So to summarize, many of today's kids, specifically girls, are facing considerable challenges on their way to becoming effective leaders and active citizens. But the Girl Scouts' unique program equips girls with the courage, confidence, and character to discover that they have the power to impact the world around them. Girl Scouts helps girls grow into citizens who are responsible, caring, and engaged, which unfortunately are characteristics that fewer and fewer girls are developing through today's academic challenges. So school is not preparing them to be responsible, caring, and engaged citizens, and that's where Girl Scouts comes in. 
Girl Scouts has been preparing girls for a lifetime of leadership for over a hundred years. That is a century, people. Girl Scouts is committed to ensuring all girls have the opportunity to develop to their full potential. Also in 2017, GSRI released a really cool study that I want to dive into that's called the Girl Scout Impact Study in which they actually call Girl Scouts the success factor. So research shows that Girl Scouts is directly linked to success. Girl Scouts shine above their peers in leadership, academics, career aspirations, and even in their hope for the future. Girl Scouts are significantly more likely than non-Girl Scouts to have a strong sense of self. Like four out of five Girl Scouts have a strong sense of self compared to like three out of five non-Girl Scouts. Girl Scouts are also significantly more likely to have positive values than their peers. 75% of Girl Scouts have positive values compared to just over half of non-Girl Scouts. And Girl Scouts are way more likely to seek challenges and learn from setbacks, like 3 out of 5 Girl Scouts, but only 2 out of 5 non-Girl Scouts. They're also way more likely than their peers to develop and maintain healthy relationships. About two-thirds of Girl Scouts have healthy relationship habits and skills, and less than half of non-Girl Scouts are developing healthy relationships. And finally, you guys know the fifth outcome by now, community problem solving. This is like the most extreme one for me. Girl Scouts are twice as likely to exhibit community problem solving skills than their peers. Less than a third of non-Girl Scouts know how to solve problems in their communities or feel compelled to take action. So basically, Girl Scouts are changing the world. (laughs) But it's even bigger than that too. Girl Scouts are more likely than non-Girl Scouts to earn grades that they consider excellent, and they're more likely than their peers to expect to graduate high school, and they're significantly more likely than their peers to expect to graduate from college. Four in five Girl Scouts consider themselves to be leaders compared to two in five non-Girl Scouts. And Girl Scouts provides more opportunities to girls than they're getting outside of Girl Scouts to participate in activities like healthy activities like exercising and eating right, leadership activities when working with a group, community service opportunities like volunteering, outdoor activities like hiking and camping, money management activities like how to spend and save, STEM activities like science experiments and building robots, and tons more. As for the role we adults play for girls, Girl Scouts are significantly more likely than non-Girl Scouts to have adults in their lives who help them pursue their goals and think about their futures. Girl Scouts are more likely to know how to work collaboratively with others on group projects. They're more engaged in hands-on activities and better able to reflect on what worked and what didn't work, and they're more likely to take an active role in decision-making. And Girl Scouts specifically helps girls build up these skills to take on challenges in their lives at like the most critical points, such as middle school, for example. It's obviously really common for girls as a whole to experience a significant decline in their sense of self during middle school, but Girl Scouts actually exhibit a slight lift in their sense of self during middle school. Also during middle school, non-Girl Scouts tend to experience a dramatic drop in being interested or enthusiastic about getting involved in their community, whereas Girl Scouts' desire to solve problems in their community increases during middle school. And at this time in their lives, 
Girl Scouts are able to remain confident about their futures and to be optimistic that they will live a great life, whereas their non-Girl Scout peers are more likely to be questioning those things. So basically, if the statistics show that most girls aren't involved in extracurricular or out-of-school activities, then they are relying on their academic channels to get these same benefits and life skills to help them navigate like behavior and attitude changes that come with life's challenges. But studies show that school is just not teaching girls how to work well with others, how to perform their best, or how to achieve their goals. And those things are just essential when they grow up. In fact, employers worldwide are reporting that job candidates today lack the social and emotional skills needed to fill their available positions. So in addition to being more competitive job candidates, Kids who develop competencies in perseverance, self-esteem, and sociability have lower rates of obesity, depression, and aggression, and they show greater life satisfaction and emotional well-being throughout their whole lives. And they aren't just getting those things from school. So as an example, in a prominent 2011 study, people who learned at five and six years old to develop really strong skills in learning to share, cooperate with others, and be more helpful were significantly more likely to have a college degree and a job 20 years later than their peers who didn't learn to develop those skills that early. And the adults who did develop those skills before they were about six, they were also less likely 20 years later to have substance abuse problems or run-ins with the law. So to take this back to the program once again, Think about the pedals and how you may or may not feel like they're maybe boring or not important or they're just not super engaging or written really well or whatever your opinion is of the pedals. They might feel redundant or repetitive, but the bottom line is that that specific age group of girls learning how to share and cooperate with others and be helpful, which is like a big part of what the pedals are about. Um, they're the ones who are having more success as adults and getting into less trouble. So what we're saying is that having technical or academic knowledge alone is just not enough when kids grow up. Girls need to be able to build confidence, form healthy relationships, solve problems, and develop other similar strengths. Some of the differentiating factors from what Girl Scouts are getting that non-Girl Scouts are not getting are participation in fun challenges and activities related to the outdoors, STEM, and civic engagement. They are engaging in activities that are girl-led, cooperative, and hands-on, where non-Girl Scouts just aren't. And Girl Scouts have adults in their lives who help them and support them in thinking about their future and considering their goals, which non-Girl Scouts are significantly less likely to have that kind of support from adults in their lives. So, with all of this being said, Girl Scouts across all age levels fare better than non-Girl Scouts when it comes to all five leadership outcomes, particularly impacting girls' ability to step outside of their comfort zones, manage healthy relationships, and be civically engaged in their communities. And the research also shows that Girl Scouts are more likely than their non-Girl Scout peers to be participating in what's considered active learning, which includes girl-led activities, cooperative learning, and learning by doing. And they're twice as likely to participate in activities that meet all three of those criteria.
All of this means Girl Scouts helps girls do well in the classroom and beyond the classroom. The Girl Scout mission is explicitly not about improving girls' test scores or their grades at school. However, the impact study shows that more Girl Scouts than non-Girl Scouts are earning excellent grades. And Girl Scouts are more likely than non-Girl Scouts to not only graduate from high school, but to graduate from college. And Girl Scouts expect more out of their futures, too. They're more hopeful and goal-oriented, and they believe they can overcome obstacles to achieve their dreams. Girl Scouts are more likely than non-Girl Scouts to be proud of their grades, to feel confident about high school and college, and they are more likely to agree with the statement, I have a great future ahead of me. If you think about the previous episode that came out also this week, where I interviewed a couple of junior Girl Scouts, um, fifth graders, they actually talked a little bit about how they're using the five skills girls learn from the cookie program and applying that outside of the cookie program and frankly outside of girl scouts altogether they also indicated in that interview that not just the cookie program but girl scouts as a whole helps them when it comes to interacting with their classmates and peers, giving presentations, and getting better grades. So I was speaking of aspirations for the future. Girl Scouts are more likely than non-Girl Scouts to express desire to have careers in industries where women are underrepresented, such as STEM, law, or business. Okay, so let's revisit that whole idea about the adults and girls' lives. So Girl Scouts are more likely than non-Girl Scouts to have an adult in their lives who helps them pursue their goals and plan for their futures. The research shows that long-term relationships with caring adults provide a buffer against negative influences and high-risk behaviors that are common for kids and young adults to navigate. Positive relationships with caring adults can support academic achievement and help girls develop resilience and self-esteem. In Girl Scouts, adult volunteers push girls to be the best they can be and to expand their possibilities by connecting them with people, ideas, and experiences that help them grow. This is specifically important to me as I have girls, half my troop is going to be entering middle school next year, and I know how brutal middle school can be on a girl's self-esteem and on her relationships with others, especially her peer group. So this is specifically important to me that I can hopefully help provide a positive buffer to help them increase their self-esteem and to have a sense of resilience when they're dealing with these conflicts that I know are on the horizon for them. Girl Scouts are significantly more likely than non-Girl Scouts to express that they have an adult in their lives who makes them feel like they can do anything, who helps them pursue their goals, and who helps them think about their future. And in particular, it's especially beneficial for lower SES girls. In fact, lower SES Girl Scouts are just as likely as higher SES Girl Scouts to express that there is an adult in their lives who supports them and make them, makes them believe they can achieve their goals. So Girl Scouts is providing supportive adults that are just super critical for girls' success in their futures, especially for lower SES girls. Next key finding in the impact study Girl Scouts are twice as likely as non-Girl Scouts to participate in activities that shape their character and open up new worlds to them. So while most after-school activities for kids are developing specific skill sets like sports or art or music, or just basic adult supervision for kids whose parents work late, 
Girl Scouts is unique because it provides a wide range of activities for girls like camping, hiking, sports, hands-on activities like science, technology, engineering, and math, and activities that expose girls to exercise, help them eat healthy, and boost their self-esteem. Plus, the cookie program, which helps girls develop financial literacy and entrepreneurial skills, and service projects that enable girls to improve and enrich their communities. 79% of Girl Scouts say they participate in civic engagement activities like community service and volunteering, compared to only 37% of non-Girl Scouts. That's a 42% difference. And the personal benefits of those activities increase with the frequency of participation. So more than three out of four girls who participate in STEM activities a lot are challenge seekers compared to just one in three girls who never participate in STEM. All right, when looking at girls who are in Girl Scouts only, we can start looking at what it is that has the biggest impact on each of the outcomes. Like what specific aspects or factors are the biggest influences on each of those GSLE outcomes? So first, there's sense of self, and this is most heavily driven by the presence of a caring adult who supports and validates girls. So that's us. Making sure we support and validate the girls in our troop will help them establish the strongest sense of self as they grow. And the second biggest factor that contributes to sense of self is learning by doing. So like the hands-on activities, not just talking about it or showing it, but having the girls actually do it themselves. Then the second outcome is positive values, and this is most heavily driven by collaborative work toward shared goals. So particularly when guided by or supported by a caring adult. So this is really about making sure they are working as a team, they have shared visions and shared goals, and they can see how they are using teamwork to achieve goals together. And again, it's specifically noted that this is particularly effective when supported by a caring adult. So being that cheerleader and guiding girls to work towards shared visioning and shared goal seeking, that's going to help girls establish positive values. I just want to pause here to say that we talk about girl-led all the time. Like you hear volunteers and probably staff spouting that constantly as one of the most important areas of focus for our activities in Girl Scouts. But the biggest factors so far in actually achieving GSLE outcomes are the other two, hands-on or learning by doing, and cooperative learning or teamwork. And then the other piece that really contributes to those first two outcomes is the adults involved. So us, not girl-led. And I'm not saying girl-led is not important. Of course it is. I'm just saying that we act like girl-led is the only or the most important aspect of GSLE. And really, there are other things we should be focusing on just as much as girl-led. And what I mean by this is girl-led... And GSLE and Girl Scouts as it stands is not about the girls just planning all of their meetings. It's not. Is that one way to do it? Yes, absolutely. And if your girls love that and they're thriving on that, that is a great way to do it. And you should be proud of yourself if that's how your troop runs. But if that is not how your troop runs, you do not need to be ashamed or guilty or carrying that around like it's a dark secret. Like, well, we don't really do that. No, you don't have to. Because as long as you're doing all these other things and you're providing girl leadership in other ways, then your girls are still doing GSLE and they're still getting just as much out of the program. Okay, third outcome, challenge seeking. 
This is most heavily driven by hands-on learning that engages girls in an ongoing cycle of action and reflection. And then to follow that up, the other way girls are really gaining confidence in seeking challenges and understanding how to be challenge seekers for life is through participating in STEM. And I'm going to do a whole other episode about STEM and the impact STEM activities have for girls because that is such a huge focus right now. And I know some of you are probably out there kind of like over STEM and feeling like, okay, girls want to do more than just STEM. And that is totally true. But one of the reasons why STEM is so important is because it's one of the biggest contributors to girls establishing this third outcome, seeking challenge. The fourth outcome is healthy relationships. And this is most heavily driven by girls sharing ideas in collaborative projects and reflecting afterward as a group about what worked and what didn't. So specifically, this is cooperative learning and learning by doing, again, And also, I want to say, I have mentioned journaling a little bit on this podcast before, but journaling is such a great way to incorporate these reflection pieces that I've talked about a couple of times in this episode. Now, in my council, journaling is a huge tradition, and it's incorporated among staff, volunteers, at camp, in girl program, and so on and so forth. I honestly just thought journaling was just part of Girl Scouts overall because I also did it as a kid in Girl Scouts in a totally different council. But I've been told by people from other councils that journals are not part of Girl Scouts at all and lots of girls aren't participating in journaling at all. So regardless of whether it is an official tradition of Girl Scouts or not, I want to take this opportunity to encourage you to find ways to incorporate journaling into your troop's experience. Girls can journal to help establish their sense of self, to make sense of things that are happening to them, to record memories or special moments, and also, a big one here with the GSLE outcomes, to reflect. Reflection is really going to self-actualize these outcomes in a long-term kind of way. So journaling is a really great way to do that. And in my troop, we journal not at every meeting, but as many as we can. I try to do journaling with them as often as possible, but it just takes so much time. But basically the way we do it, we give them prompts and we also tell them that they can write about something else if there's something on their minds or they can write us letters. And if they choose to do that, we'll write them back. So they can choose to disregard the prompt altogether and just write to us about things in their lives or whatever. And this has honestly brought us so much closer to the girls because many of them do choose to write to us. And sometimes it's related to the prompt and sometimes it's completely not. And sometimes it's about something deep or emotional that they're going through, like things at home or things at school or things with friends. But not all the girls are ready to jump in at such a deep level. So they're like kind of testing us, you know what I mean? They write like silly things to us and then they're just like right back. So they need to build a sense of trust and dependability that this is a safe avenue. And then progressively over time, that opens the gates for them to write to us about more meaningful things. They want to see if they're really being seen and heard before they get vulnerable, just like any person would want to do. So... This is a really critical piece in the way we develop relationships with the girls in my troop, and I honestly just really love that. It has made me feel bonded and close to them, and like I know them better, especially as they're getting older. And honestly, then I also kind of know what they're like up against. What are they carrying with them? What are they facing in their lives before and after Girl Scout meetings? Because that's going to shape how they show up. 
And if I have a better understanding of that, then it's going to help us be productive together during meetings and activities. Okay, so the last GSLE outcome is community problem solving. This is most heavily driven by participation in hands-on collaborative projects that help people. So primarily, this is driven through community service activities and take action projects, but specifically by community service and take action projects that are hands-on and cooperative. Now, good grades are not part of GSLE, and that is not one of the outcomes or the point of GSLE or Girl Scouts in general. But as we've discussed, the research shows that Girl Scouts do generally get grades that they deem to be quote unquote excellent, and they feel that their grades are excellent more than their non-Girl Scout peers do. So why is that? What is it about Girl Scouts that drives good grades? Part of me has thought in the past, um, both growing up and as an adult, that Girl Scouts... uh, kind of attracts the type of girl who would also be successful at school. But to be honest, this is actually most heavily influenced by positive feelings about yourself and engagement in ethical, honest, and responsible behaviors. So when girls are doing activities establishing the outcomes of strong sense of self and positive values, they're more likely to get good grades and to be proud of those grades. You certainly don't have to be in Girl Scouts to be confident and to have ethics and responsibility, a sense of responsibility. Um, And so, of course, girls can get good grades and be proud of their grades without being in Girl Scouts. But we already know that two-fifths of the Girl Scout program is specifically geared toward developing a strong sense of self and positive values. So it's just a natural byproduct of accomplishing those GSLE outcomes that they're going to get better grades and they're going to be more proud of those grades. Okay, so let's talk about the impact of Girl Scouts specifically for older girls during the turbulent teen years. So whether a girl is in Girl Scouts or not, there is a natural correlation with some of these GSLE outcomes and just like getting older. Like all girls are on some level establishing positive values and understanding their own morals and ethics and whatnot. They are more honest and reliable, and they show more concern for others, regardless of whether or not they're in Girl Scouts as they continue to get older. However, fewer girls report feeling the presence of a supportive adult in their lives as they age. So as they get older, they are less likely to have a supportive adult in their lives. And that means that their sense of self is much more vulnerable if they're not in Girl Scouts. Also interesting, the natural inclination for girls who are not Girl Scouts as they get older is to do less activities around healthy living, getting outside, and STEM, but girls who stay involved in Girl Scouts see a consistent level of participation in those activities as they get older. So while their peers are less likely to spend time on healthy habits or spending time outside or science, technology, engineering, and math, Girl Scouts stay consistent over time involved staying involved in those areas. Similarly, non-Girl Scouts are consistently less likely to participate in community service with age, whereas Girl Scouts actually increase their participation in community service as they get older, and non-Girl Scouts are consistently less likely to learn money management as they grow up, whereas Girl Scouts learn more and more about money management and continually gain confidence in managing money as they get older. 
And that key time in a girl's life, right at the end of middle school, as they enter high school, for most girls who are not involved in Girl Scouts, they demonstrate a significant decline in their sense of self. This is the worst time for a girl's self-esteem as she grows up, statistically. But girls who are in Girl Scouts actually demonstrate a lift in their sense of self at this time. And I think this is so cool because basically... Girl Scouts makes girls more confident in themselves at a time in their lives when girls are most likely to feel progressively worse. So altogether, this study shows that participation in Girl Scouts provides like a buffer against many of the negative influences and experiences that girls are having starting in middle school and continuing through their teen years. Girl Scouts feel better about themselves, they have a better adult support system, they're making better decisions, and they're invested in their communities, and are taking action to make the world a better place. That's awesome. So the last thing I want to breeze through before we finish up today is just what the long-term impact is of all of this. So I feel like the short-term and intermediate results are kind of what we've already talked about. So what is the long-term? Like, as adult alumni, alumni? alums. Where are they now? At a glance, there are more than 50 million Girl Scout alums. Roughly 5% of those alums received the highest award in Girl Scouting, which today is called the Gold Award. Girl Scout alums have more positive life outcomes than women who did not participate in Girl Scouts regarding sense of self, life satisfaction, leadership, life success, community service, and civic engagement. Girl Scout alums also display higher levels of volunteerism and community work, civic engagement, education, and income or socioeconomic status. And when it comes to elected officials, 55% of women in Congress are Girl Scout alums. 73% of female senators, at least at the time of this study, were Girl Scout alums. And more than half of the women in the House of Representatives were Girl Scout alums. And at the time that this study came out, four of six female governors were Girl Scout alums. Every female U.S. Secretary of State in history was a former Girl Scout. In business, more than half of female entrepreneurs and business owners are Girl Scout alums. Girl Scout alums are more likely than other women to pursue a degree in business. And when you specifically look at older women in business, 61% of businesswomen who are over the age of 65 were Girl Scouts. And more than half of businesswomen aged 45 to 64 were Girl Scouts. 15% of the alums who are in business overall are Girl Scout Gold Award. Ease. (laughs) But when we look specifically at alums who are aged 30 to 44 who are in business, more than a quarter of them are Gold Award Girl Scouts. Even more specifically, more than a third of Hispanic alums who are in business are Gold Award Girl Scouts. Women who were in Girl Scouts rate their experience in the program very well. On a scale of 1 to 10, Girl Scout alums are rating their experience in Girl Scouts on average more than 8 out of 10. They fondly remember positive aspects of and experiences in Girl Scouts from fun to friendships to crafts, which are the most frequently cited positive aspects of Girl Scouting. For me, I know if I had been asked what I got from Girl Scouts or what my experience, what about it was positive, I would say the friendships and the bonding for sure. More than three quarters of Girl Scout alums report that their experience in Girl Scouts had a positive impact on their lives today, and more than half of alums attribute their success in life to their time spent in Girl Scouts. So the outcomes are real, people, and the participation and memories and experiences 
girls are having in Girl Scouts today will literally shape who they become as adults, and not just in terms of success, but in overall life satisfaction. So I hope you all feel really, really good about the fact that it's your volunteering, your time, your effort, your energy that is making this experience possible for the girls in your troop. Like if it weren't for us, girls would not be able to have this experience and they wouldn't get to have these kind of outcomes. The research is there. It's been proven. Girl Scouts makes life better for girls and women. And we, the adults of the movement, we are the ones who make that possible for girls today. That's all for today. Talk to you soon. That's all for today's episode. We want to tell your story too. If you or someone you know is interested in being on the podcast, check us out at www.girlscoutpodcast.com. We want to hear from you. This podcast is not affiliated with or endorsed by GSUSA. It is completely run by volunteers and girls. Follow us online. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or at www.girlscoutpodcast.com.